0: Trading Podcast in my ears Guiding me through my hopes and fears Tune in daily, don't miss a single show Sign up for the newsletter, let us help you grow Taking risks, making moves, seeking success Together we'll conquer, no room for any less Listen now
1: Good morning, it's January 8th, Monday And uh, I am getting started a little bit late It's 9.41 right now, I've been looking... Everybody logged onto YouTube Live and was hitting me, hey, look at this stock, hey, look at this stock, love you guys. Um, It does delay my getting started, but uh, if you want me to look at a stock, if you're listening on Spotify, uh, if you're listening uh, later on YouTube, on the video, just comment below. Uh, Apple podcast doesn't have a way for you to comment below. So you're going to uh, need to find one of the social um, platforms, whether it be Facebook. I have a private Facebook group. Uh, I'm on X or um, Twitter, tw- you know, Vaz, vase, vase, whichever one you'd like, tomato, tomato. Uh, I'm on Instagram. I'm on YouTube. I have an email address that you can email. It's all at linktree, L-I-N-K-T-R dot e slash daily stock But if you're listening on Spotify, if you're on YouTube, Uh, If you're on any of those platforms and you see a button down below, you can ask me to look at a stock. I'd be more than happy to, but it does delay uh, me getting started. Now, as you know, I am a talker and as a talker, I do podcasts. My buddy, Steve Bird Shooter Goodrich, Bird Shooter is his trail name. Um, I do N2 backpacking. It's the letter N, the number two, and then backpacking. You can find it on every major podcasting. Um, There's no video. Uh, We're going to do video probably this year. I am one of the uh, guests on this podcast. I talk a lot uh, on this podcast. We went over um, the news from 2023, including a dog uh, that sat by his owner for 72 days, uh, including uh, phones that get lost in um, uh, ditch toilets or hole toilets, pit toilets. Um, there's a bunch of news stories that we kind of go over little, you know, fun takes. I am definitely the, the straight man of this, uh, group, um, the boring one. Uh, I don't know if he's included. I, I talked about his dog. His dog is in the room the entire time we're, we're, uh, recording this podcast and his dog has four testicles. So I, I said, it looked like a, um, uh, a Christmas tree. With the ornaments kind of dangling down. So I don't know. if I'm pretty sure he cut that part out. But um, yeah, I'm on that one. So check that out. I will include that in the newsletter. And speaking of the newsletter, uh, super positive reviews this week uh, on the paid newsletter. Confirmation, MACD, buttonhook algorithm. You guys hear me say this stuff all the time. I am developing a list of uh, terms that I use. And I will be doing a series. And so th- this weekend, confirmation. Uh, what does it mean macd uh, why do i use it uh, what is it where can you find more resources about it uh, button hook this is a term that i have what does it mean what is it uh, i show chart examples and algorithm you have no i have my four hour algorithm uh, what is it how do you use it in trend spider i go over all of that on the paid newsletter i'm starting a second section you can see down here more education the paid newsletter, some of the paid stuff has uh, specific um, uh, stock targets, and so it's a little bit less timely to go back on. The education system s- section is going to be something you can go back to over and over again. I've got cro- This week, I've got cross-ups, RSI, Bollinger Bands, Leverage DTF, PE, um, Golden Cross, Death Cross, Divergence, a four-hour time frame versus other time frames. Why did I pick four hours? Bollinger Bands, they're cinching up. What does that mean? So if you're interested, there's a free seven-day trial. Uh, you can find it at dailystockpick.substack.com or just link to it. You know, go to the link tree down below and you can see it right there on the fourth link down below. Um, where are we on the queues? Well, we opened up a little bit higher. Uh, I think people are getting sick of the selling. You can see right here, this we lost confirmation and the algorithm will most likely get you out. This note was uh, written uh, while this gap down was actually being created. So, understand the algorithm is a guide. It's not an absolute. If you want to trade it as a bot, you can. Uh, for the Qs, you make 23.4% over 24 months. There are 24 positions. So, you trade approximately once per month. Um, your average win is 6.4%. If you're going to trade it, I'd say trade TQQQ, but QQQ, solid, solid one. If you want to run it as a bot and trend spider, you can. I use it as a guide. And so you're never going to time the top. You're never going to time the bottom. Look, the bottom was down here around 342. It got you in at 353. The top up here was at 413. It got you out somewhere around 400. So you want to play in that middle space. But this note, we've lost confirmation. The algorithm would most likely get you out. There's probably time to trim for short-term traders, long-term time to add when we gain confirmation back. The Bollinger Bands signaling that if you read last week's newsletter, Last week's newsletter was about the Bollinger Bands and I, I, on QQQ, you can see them cinching up to kind of, when they cinch up, it tells you that, that there's going to be a move in the stock and it's going to be either up or down. So uh, again, part of the paid newsletter is understanding that it's not just one tool in the toolbox. You don't build a house with a hammer. You build a house with a ton of tools, so you've got all these tools. Right now, the RSI is telling us that buyers have to show up. When it's down here in the 35, 34 range, they have to show up. Look at the last time the RSI was down here. We were at 353. The algorithm got you in, and the MACD crossed up, and you see it going up there. Well, the stock prices went up. Now that we're going down, you can see... The the RSI is going down, the MACD crossed down, uh, the moving averages are moving down. So you have to use all of these tools in your toolbox to be able to understand this. The cues, right now we don't have confirmation. Again, that's explained in the the paid newsletter, but we don't have confirmation. Uh, We may have confirmation later. Be patient. That's essentially what this the, the, the market is telling us. Uh, if you want to know the secret to the 2024 investing cheat sheet, uh, the left, the blue circle, Kramer hates it. The right is Pelosi bought calls. So you want to find that middle ground uh, in 2024. This is just your cheat sheet. If you hear that Kramer hates it, buy it. If you hear uh, Pelosi bought calls, you're going to buy it. So th- those are the two things when they intersect. It is an absolute in this market. Uh, let's talk about a stock. Apple. Apple unveils unveils the U.S. Vision Pro. This is the longer weighted Vision Pro that is costing three thousand five hundred dollars. I don't know anybody that's gonna you know in the market for this one other than tech YouTubers, but uh, right now Apple. You know, $3,500. The readers will be, uh, re- if you remember um, from the launch video, they have these uh, glasses things that go into the glasses. It's um, uh, $99 for the readers and 149 for prescription lenses so that you don't have to wear your glasses when you're uh, wearing these things. I think that's a little crazy, but there's already been several new announcements. CES is going on in Vegas right now, the Consumer Electronics Show. Uh, three new competitors have already been announced the price between $600 and $1,000. So with Apple uh, offering this for $3,500, Apple does it better than most uh, in most products, in my opinion. That doesn't mean that they're going to own the market. Meta has been out there with their their version of glasses before Christmas. They sold a bunch. It was the number one app like we talked about. Uh, If we look at the stock charts of this one, Uh, Again, you can see button hook. Uh, This is the chart that I used to explain it in the paid newsletter. You can see everything right there. Uh, If we look at Apple's chart, you're kind of seeing a button hook And, and, you know, right around this 200 day. The 200 days at 182, I think that's providing you some support. If we continue to go down, the algorithm has not gotten you in. There is a gap here between 188 and 192. That will get filled. Absolutely will get filled at some point in time. Uh, Do I think that you buy right now? I'm not. The algorithm hasn't told me to get back in. We're down below the nine days, so you don't have confirmation. Those Bollinger Bands, we're still on the low end of the Bollinger Band. If we look at a long term of this one, and I'm going to look at a weekly, uh, and I'll move this uh, volume lever back to where we were at uh, the double top right around here in let's say january 2022 if we look at this and we pull this a little bit forward you can see so what what this tells you in trend spider is everybody who bought the stock from this point forward where are they holding and and the large majority are still in the 170s which means we may have some continued downward pressure Uh, these people at 174 175 Maybe saying, you know what? I've held it for over a year. Um, I'm finally back in the positive after spending you know, almost a year and a half below negative. I'm finally going to sell. They may start to sell, which would cause some downward pressure on the stock. Right now you're up 0.88%. Uh, so it's not, not really moving. You're providing on that four hour, when we look at it, the four hour 200 day um, is providing you some support we haven't fully broken it. You can see each candle is kind of touching it. So it's providing you some support there. You did have this golden cross, the 50-day starting to move negative. Now, when the 50-day gets down to this 188 price, right now the 50 days at 192 um, I would feel a little bit better knowing that it was down there covering that gap and that we could probably move up to that gap. Um, but I'm a little bit nervous about it. So am I selling? No. Am I buying? Not yet still don't think there's a reason to buy. Again, the Vision Pro, well-established. It's not news that I think is uh, going to go crazy. Nothing that I think is going to be nuts. Um, I saw a quote from Steve Burns, and I'll put this in the the newsletter as well. In trading, the magic isn't in the predictions uh, when you're right. It's in the risk management when you're wrong. You guys know I sold SQQQ last week. Uh, I got a little bit nervous. Didn't want to hold it over the weekend. Uh, triple levered ETFs. If you've listened for a long time, I don't like holding them over the weekend. We're seeing a little bit of a losing of confidence there. Uh, You're seeing the RSI super high back here at 62. You're seeing the the MACD just around the oscillator. So the markets in one of these middle phases don't like to trade around those middle phases. I like to be a little bit patient. When the MACD is down here uh, and it's crossing up, I probably would have bought here uh, at sixteen when the algorithm told me get in. It just you lost all this. This was the December November run in SQQQ, uh, and and the RSI. You know everybody's just started selling it. Well, when when they started selling it and and the 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 MACD crossed up again at thirteen thirty six. That's what got me interested to buy. So I bought a little bit, made a little bit of profit, got out, saw it turning down a little bit. Uh, I'm still bullish on the market overall. But again, Steve has it right. It's not in the magic of the prediction when you're right. It's in the management of the risk when you find out that you're wrong. You don't hope and pray is not a strategy. So develop your strategy, understand your strategy, backtest your strategy. And that's the benefit of TrendSpider. Uh, earnings this week. We start Friday comes out with the big banks. Um, we really you know, and this by the way, was from Weeble. Uh, I love Weeble. The app is amazing. The desktop software, I really like it uh, works so much more efficiently than my active trader pro from uh, from uh, Fidelity. But Weeble's economic calendar said the top three uh, companies that are reporting this week, JP Morgan, uh, United Healthcare, and Bank of America. Uh, J.P. Morgan. I don't like to own this one just because the Epstein kind of link. I think Jamie Dimon knew what was going on with Epstein. Uh, I think he took his money anyway. Just kind of ethically, eh, it's trading at all time highs. Eh, not one that I kind of look at and say, "Hey, you know, they're going to blow it out of the water." Um, the, their previous uh, earnings were three fifty six per share. They're expected to. Uh, that was from the previous year. Uh, they're expected to make three forty three. You know, nothing that tells me, oh, my God, I've got to go out there and buy it. UNH, on the other hand, this is one that I've said, hey, under 500, you should buy it. The algorithm got you in here at 523. 500 may be uh, just a a hope and a prayer at this point. Um, I don't expect it to, I expect them to have solid earnings. Their estimate is 598. Their previous was 534. If they hit that 598, yeah, you're down from 656, but they do blow it out of the water a little bit. Um, because their estimate again, if they they make six fifty six, you're gonna see the stock back up at close to six hundred dollars. I mean, that's just the way this stock is gonna run. Now the algorithm, it loses you three percent versus buying and holding, you make twelve percent. Uh, it's got you in thirty two positions over twenty four months. Your average win is three fifty nine. I'd rather see you buy this around the two hundred day at five nineteen than buy it at five thirty eight and see it come back to five nineteen. I think this one long term, I think it's a solid suck. It is a little bit expensive. If we go over here to FinViz, and I'm using FinViz right now just to kind of look at it because everybody has access to FinViz. We'll go over to Seeking Alpha in a little bit. But UNH right now, you can see the average target price 601. Uh, Even recently, uh, December 18th, HSBC downgraded it. They're saying it's going to 480. Uh, they see, you know, significant downside. October, UBS upgraded them with a price target of 640. So that's a huge difference. Now, year to date, they're up 2%. Over one year, they're up 10%. Uh, you get a 1.32% dividend. Uh, if we look at insiders, they're selling. I mean, you know, again, they're, they're, they this dude, uh, the director, sold 550 shares. That's $36 million. And he sold it at 550. I do think 550 is probably a top at this one. Um, you're you're if you get back to 550, you're seeing a double top. So if if we go over to Seeking Alpha uh, and we look at UNH, let's just see what the Quant says. I bet it says hold. Uh, it, it's just a little bit too expensive for me. I haven't gotten back in. I did sell at that 550 price point, point. Um, and we can see. Let's see, Quant says hold. I mean, Seeking Alpha analysts buy. Wall Street says buy. UNH uh, preparing for Q4. We can put the, you can view that if you're a, a Seeking Alpha um, person. It, it, now, of, of the ten in the industry, this is ranked sixth. Number one, Centene Corporation. These are managed healthcare companies. Um, you know, in fact, my managed healthcare company, Oscar, which I'm a, mem- a member this year, Oscar Health, O S C R this one's been a monster I mean this one has just been an absolute monster they're not making money but over one year um, you are up 250 percent so but I like uh I like Bank of America Bank of America is in the core portfolio uh, I've liked this one under 30. I was telling everybody pounding the table buy this one under 30. Um, it is now at 33 this one at 26, the algorithm makes you 19% versus buying and holding. This one loses you 28%. You're in 26 positions. Your average win is 8.41%. If we look at this run and if you bought it just on the algorithm at 26, you're up 30% right now in 68 days, 68 days. Long-term on this one, still like the stock. You're bumping up against that 200-day. If we look at where people are holding this, we pull this back to its highs, which was January 2022, you can see the majority of people are still holding this between 28 and 29. If we see a bad earnings this, this month, you're going to see them sell. I don't expect a bad earnings. I expect this 50-day to continue to move forward. Uh, I expect a good earnings from them. Uh, Major economic news on Thursday, the 11th. I think it's Wednesday or Thursday. I forget, but it's the 11th. We get inflation. That is the year over year for December. You're going to see, you know, that's going to tell us, hey, is, is March back on the table? So that, all of that information, by the way, I am greeted every morning from Webull. There is a link down below in my link tree that you can sign up for Webull and get some free stocks. Join me. I put $4, 000, or I put $1,000 in there of January of last year. Let's just see. I'm at $39.59. Oh, I'm sorry, $39.72. It's, it's running right now. so thirty nine seventy two, um, three dollars $39.72, $3,972. Join me. Throw a thousand bucks in there, get some free stocks. Um, boil we—I uh, I said it last week. Thirty-two percent rose so far in the algorithm. If you read my paid newsletter, I'm seeing this one lost confirmation below that nine-day. Right now, it's down ten percent. This is a decaying asset. It is not an investment in natural gas. This is a decaying asset. But even though it's a decaying asset, it is well below where it should be trading historically. If we look at the, just the channel and you look at this one, November 2018, where it hit its high and we just, you know, kind of go pre-COVID, I mean, COVID just kind of lost this one. Even if we go down here and we look, you're well below where you probably should be. Uh, you're maybe even in the middle of where you should be. But that 200 days just well, way too high. Um, boil right now is down 10% at 31 in the algorithm. You lose 74%. It's not horrible because you lose 93% if you just bought and held, I wouldn't buy it right now. I just wanted to bring it up, um, because KOLD is such, I mean, KOLD has been such a winner. Um, you lose, let's see, in the algorithm, I'm sorry, in the algorithm on KOLD over 24 months, you make 13% versus losing 66% with just buy and hold. Uh, the algorithm just got you out of a 78% gain. You're seeing this one kind of button hook. You don't have confirmation. Uh, the algorithm has not said buy, but look at that MACD slide in this. Buyers are showing up on this just because bo- again, boil and natural gas has gone up so um yeah this is an interesting one boeing okay before i say this i I do think you're gapping down boeing uh i think under 230 i think you could add to it Uh, i don't think you initially buy it right here i think you wait this right here at 230 is kind of the price point that i said hey this is where under this, you probably want to buy it. It was under 200. For a while, I said, well, it's under 200. You absolutely should buy this one. The algorithm, this was just a historic, historic run. I'm going to get rid of all of these. Uh, let me remove remove this segment, remove this segment. And we're going to take a look at this, uh, this run right here. If you got in with the algorithm on October 27th, and you got up here; it got you out with a 36% gain, but you went all the way up to 48% before you started to dovetail. And you can see those Bollinger bands; they were telling you something's going to happen. Didn't know a door would fly off. Um, but you know, again, if you want to read the news, shares of Boeing and Spirit Aerosystems plunge after midair blowout—essentially, a door blew off. Our resident expert Joe says, "Hey, Boeing quality issues. Eh, you should, you know, look at this now." Um, Spirit Aerosystems is a buy in in, in Seeking Alpha. Uh, if we look at Boeing, because I do think, in my mind, I think Boeing is a buy here, just based, it's a poorly run company. I mean, let's just be honest. It's not a very well run company. They've been doing better. It's just, you know, if you want to read a, an analyst of it, this is the analyst that I just read. He just released this today, uh, a new Explosive Max and Stock Crisis his conclusion is, hey, for the long term, Boeing's a buy. Do we want to buy it? Do we want to buy it here? I'd say, wait, you've got this nice gap up here between two. It looks like it opened. I'm sorry, it closed at 248 on Friday. So you're at 227. You get back to 248. You do look at the long term of this one. If we just look at a weekly, um, you're, bumped, you're probably going to use that two hundred. probably the 50 day. I'd say 211 if you have continued downside if they find more problems and are you know the economy continues to slide a little bit or I'm sorry the market continues to slide and rates continue to go up I think you see that start to to go down they just got a China order I just think it's a solid solid one again I wouldn't wouldn't put it past it Bitcoin ETF will happen this week um that is the big news uh, we've been saying um that Bitcoin uh November, I think it was January 11th was the, uh, was the, uh, um, the, the, the date for a uh, GBTC. And we're going to look at GBTC because this one had a cross up. Um, it was interesting because I read in an article and I, won't, I didn't put it down. I just wrote a note. Uh, Bitcoin ETF, what happened this week, BlackRock is having a 0.3% management fee. While everyone else is having a 0.8. So BlackRock may be the one that actually wins out on this one uh, with their ETF. That may be the one that you want to put into. GBTC right now, huge run. It is up 0.31%. Just had another cross up. Uh, You're in the middle of that one. The one that I am looking at buying, which is the one that ARK is buying, is BITO. And BITO is up one point three six percent. You can see the buy-in at twenty, you're trading at twenty-one seventy-seven right now. The MACD is kind of in a normal place, not you know, not crazy high. Uh it's not hasn't moved a ton. The, this will I- immediately go over to a spot uh Bitcoin ETF, uh where it's a, now a futures one. So you should see some upside on that one just from heightened, hey, you know, we've got a Bitcoin ETF, a spot Bitcoin ETF, blah 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 uh whatever but uh social requests orlando wants me to look at crocs and what's interesting about crocs is i was looking at this article four stocks to watch on monday uh, Boeing was one, obviously, with that that door blowing off. The second one was Crocs, rallied nine percent in pre-market after the footwear maker bumped up its full year guidance, which also came in above expectations. Ahead of a presentation at the ICR conference in Orlando, Crocs said it sees a record 2023 revenue of 3.95 billion, above a prior range of 3.1, 3, 3.91 uh, to 3.94. So they're going to see 3.95. It, it's up. C-R-O-X, C-R-O-X is the symbol. Uh, I would never wear a pair of Crocs. Perfectly honest. This is not a stock that I would ever put money into. Uh, I look at people who wear Crocs and say, what the F is wrong with you? Um, I don't like them. Don't think they're, uh, they look good at all. Uh, they remind me of um, rain dancing with clogs. I guess that's what it is. I just don't like it. Um, you know... It, Is it a stock that I'm going to buy? No. It's up 17% today. So ignore me. Ignore me. Just ignore me. The algorithm loses you 8.2% versus losing 31.9%. If you bought and held two years ago, it has been a slider um, this has not been a good stock uh, whatsoever uh, for the last year. Even during that November run, we just saw it kind of, you know, it, it bumped up a little bit, not much. You can see from here, 85, it's a 20% gain. That was nothing in the months of November and December. Um, that was an average, probably. Um, but Crocs, you're buttoned you're right up against that 200-day. I mean, that it's at 101 Um you know, from a a a, a standpoint, uh, if we look at Crocs, most of this is probably unrelated because they just did up their guidance. The PE is nine, uh, forward PE of eight. Um, you're seeing no dividend. It's up six percent this year. Over one year, it's down nine percent. Average target price one twenty two. If we look at this one, December eleventh was the last one. They say one twenty eight. They're seeing a bunch of um, a bunch of uh, upgrades. What you're seeing is, though, they're selling. I mean, the, the, the chief digital officer just sold 3,000 shares at 110. He knows what's up. Uh, president sold 7,000 shares at 103. So I, I think you're looking at probably a top side, and these guys may know it. Uh, it's gapping up there. So it's trading right now at 102, 101. It'd probably stay away from it, just me personally. Bisco uh, from Spotify says, there's a couple of terms I'd love to hear you explain a bit more. If you have some time, you mentioned uh, confirmation was the biggest one in terms of what you're looking at. Button hook was the other. Well, you know what, uh, Bisco? Sign up for a free seven-day trial uh, at the uh, at, at, at dailystockpick.substack.com because, you know, I go over both of those in this first one. I've got seven more. Uh, I'll I explain them pretty much here's the, here's the way I look at the newsletter. It's 120 bucks for a year. Now, what does that 120 bucks get you? It gets you probably, um, you know, I'm going to do at least 50, if not 52 paid newsletters. I typically do them on the weekend. Uh, even if you don't want to pay for the newsletter, um, you can, uh, get a a free seven day trial of it or just get the free daily ones. You'll, I, I, I guarantee you, if you listen to my podcast, um, you know, five, six, seven days a week. The only reason to pay for the paid one is probably more a situation was, Oh, I want to hear more of what he has to say, or I want to hear a specific of what he has to say. But through osmosis, I have that magic. It's osmosis. My, uh, my words will get absorbed by you and you will magically, uh, through the, the miracle of podcasting, you will understand what confirmation is. Um, you will understand what the button hook is. So I, I would say, yeah, I'd go over it a little bit more, but let me protect those paid subscribers. I'll go over it later, but it's in here all the time. Uh, Shane from, uh, Spotify asked me to look at Verizon. Verizon's an interesting one. I do have, uh, just so you're aware here on, um, the, the link tree, the, the fifth one down here is visible. Visible is through Verizon. Um, you will get $20 off your first month if you click that uh, link. Now, what are your plans on Visible? And I bring this up because Visible is owned by Verizon. It is Verizon service. Now, what do you get? Well, your first month, your first 24 months, by the way, are 20 bucks. That means you save $20, uh, on your first bill, according to this and and you get uh twenty dollars for twenty four months so your first month is essentially free if you sign up through that link um, If you don't want deprioritized data, I am on this twenty dollar a month plan. I pay twenty five dollars a month um, but I'm on that deprioritized plan. If you don't want deprioritized data thirty five dollars a month that is the same thing as Verizon. Uh, I think you get up to like you know, 50, 60, 80 gigs or something of, of prioritized data before you get deprioritized, but this is Verizon, and and this is why I haven't liked investing in Verizon. Now, the algorithm makes you 5% versus losing 25% with buying and holding over two years. Uh, it gets you into 28 positions, so it's a little bit of a trader uh, where it's a little bit more. You're in at 37, you're trading at 39 Long term, the the problem with Verizon has been over this period, and you're seeing a negative 200-day, a negative 50-day on this weekly. You're just seeing the rebound right now. Uh, It's a little bit overbought. You can see the RSI up here at 63. Um, Doesn't mean that it won't continue to go up. It's obviously got confirmation over that nine-day. These Bollinger Bands are wide open. You saw them; uh, they cinched up here. Um, It provided you a nice little uh, uh, increase right here. I think you're looking at 45 as the top. This business is just a capital intensive business. They're starting to see the benefits of it. Uh, You can now get Verizon wireless um, service at your house. So if you don't have Fios wired into your house uh, and you're a light internet user, they'll sell you this. You can use uh, your, your phone as a hotspot if you want to. Creating your own in-house network for thirty-five bucks a month through Visible. Um, I do that a lot when I'm traveling on the road. I just use a hotspot. Yeah, it 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 it, average target price is forty-one. I just think the upside is limited. Um, These guys in January fourth, Wolf Research upped it to forty-six. January third, KeyBank upped it to forty-five. So you may still have some run. Here's the good news. If you buy this and it, and it backs down to like 35, the good news is you've still got a huge dividend that they have continued to pay. The P.E. is super, super low, uh, but it's a capital intensive business. I have not liked phone businesses. Uh, in fact, if we look at Verizon from a, a, a even a monthly, a long term, um, you're trading at levels you saw in 2011. And, and and that's how capital intensive the phone services have been a race to the bottom. You don't want to be in, a, you know, invested in a business that doesn't have pricing power. And right now, Verizon doesn't have the pricing power to be able to justify 80, 90, $110 per line for wireless mobile service or 60, 80, $90 dollars per month for home internet service so that's where Verizon kind of comes into play. Remember, I was a cable executive um, in the early 2000s. And Wall Street just doesn't value uh, the cash business of these businesses. They just don't. And and that's just the way it is. Brandon from Facebook. Can you check out SIDU? I'm on a space kick. They just had a huge 100 for one reverse split. It's never good 100 for one. Uh, woman founder, CEO, veteran Navy pilot, kudos. They 3D print satellites with and produce full stack tech in-house launch dates with SpaceX and licenses just granted from low orbit. Man, Brandon gets us into these wacky ones. SIDU. Uh, I don't, if you're younger, I will say this. If you are younger, you should be taking risks like this, not throwing a bunch, but maybe 5% of your your portfolio should be in things like Bitcoin. Or, or you know, moonshots, kind of like this. You can trade them at five percent of your portfolio. Um, you know, don't add, have it add up to be you know fifty percent of your portfolio or moonshots. You just don't want something like that. You want moonshots to be a very small portion of your portfolio. Uh, SIDU, we got a cross up here at four eleven. You're at thirteen dollars right now. Um, God, you wish you would have listened to the algorithm and bought it at 411 because you're up 217% uh, over 24 months. The algorithm loses you 81%. You lose 98%. Uh, if you look at this, remember, I talked about capital intensive businesses. Space is a capital intensive business. Look at the volume just on this. This is some type of retail hype. Do, don't want to say that it won't get back to its 50-day at 26 and double, um, but I would be slightly concerned because if we look at just, let's look back here, uh, June 13th. June 13th, nobody's holding at these upper levels. So there's there's no real price that's being pulled up here. Now, you do have um, this pre, 49 million shares are between $3 and uh, $34, but nobody's holding up here. So everybody at this one thirty three, one thirty four, they all got out, and that reverse split one for a hundred. I mean, this was just crazy valuation, crazy valuation. So I'd probably look at it. I mean, SIDU, um, Brent's smart enough to know he's probably gone over here. Um, it's a one billion dollar market cap, not huge. 69 million shares uh floating. They don't list how many shares are outstanding. They're probably going to dilute you at some point because they only have two cents per share. So I, in my mind, I think this one, I think you know, I have my moonshot in IONQ. Um, I have some in TQQQ. Uh as I get older, my my portfolio becomes a little bit less. Hey, let's go for the moonshot. That's just kind of good portfolio management. I don't know what brought you into this one I think I do like that it's a female founder um, does it looks like the CEO bought 500 t- shares on May 17th um, at a value of 115 thousand that's probably a good amount of her money so um, they are going to dilute though they they do need money that's just what I see is that they need money um, the price of sales at 148 they just don't have their income they, they, they lose 15 million uh they made 6 million in sales so they're losing 15 million they've made 6 million in sales i just don't know you know their book value is 10 you're trading at 12 mm. doesn't get me as excited as i o n q uh into q into q uh mlgo uh, from spotify she, want, she he wants me to look at spotify or i'm sorry micro allergy um this looks like a spac or something um Trade it at 87. The algorithm doesn't work, loses you 96%. Um, loses 91% buying and holding. MLGO. Let's look at there's no way they're making money. Yeah. They got a market cap of 4.74 million. They only have 0.38 million shares. Good luck in 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 Infinite. This is a China. Um, so it's it's a China software. Good luck filling that order. There's no news on this. There's nothing. I can't look at it. I mean, it's, it's just got nothing. There's nothing to this. I don't know why you would want to trade this one at all. I, there's no, I mean, you can look at the node Developed a more secure foundation for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies. Uh, operates as a holding company which engages in development and application of bespoke central processing algorithms. Its services include uh, algorithmic algorithm optimization. Uh, the company was fun, founded May 14th headquartered in New York. I don't know why it's listed as China. Um, but there's not much on it. Uh, I, it doesn't have an exchange, and they have very few shares outstanding. So I, I'd be very careful of it. Don't, don't want to say don't buy it, don't trade it. If you know something else, there's just no info, information on it. So um, they're not making money, though. Uh, it is a significantly... Uh, that that If you want a moonshot, that's a moonshot. If it were trading for one cent and you tell me it'd it'd go to two cent, probably believe that one. Uh, But it's to 87 cents. I I would not put a large amount of money into that. Dex wants me to look at Zim. Zim is an Israeli trade uh, uh, shipping company. This was big um, during the pandemic because shipping rates and, and with the pandemic stuff, shipping companies were able to name a price and people were paying it. That's what you're seeing today as well. Um, specifically with Zim, because Zim is uh, one that operates in the Red Sea. And the Red Sea, you know, if you don't go through the Red Sea, you've got to go around the Red Sea, which adds uh, significant stuff. You can see uh, in 22 days, this was 100% gain. Now, you've turned back a little bit. You're down 12% today. Um, uh, There was an interesting article in um, Seeking Alpha, and it's uh, an analysis um, in an irony of fate, Israeli based company Zim appears to be among the greatest beneficiaries of ongoing disruptions in the Red Sea. Um, if we go down here, the conclusion, risk factors. Bottom line is surprise twist of fate. The Hooties appear to have dressed worldwide container overcapacity single handedly with Israeli based liner company Zim. Being a prime beneficiary of the ongoing hoody attacks on merchant vessels in the Red Sea with container freight, uh, as a result, I'm upgrading the shares from hold to speculative buy. Um, now, right now, Zim ratings in uh, Seeking Alpha: hold, sell, and hold. So it, it, again, it's down 12%. If you can put up with the volatility of this one, I'd say trade it from a valuation perspective. I don't think that it's worth it. Uh, you know, they're losing losing money. They're not making money. But if you can put up with the volu- uh, the 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 volatility and trade this one, I don't think it's a horrible one to trade. Um, you can see if we run it in the the algorithm, the algorithm loses you money. So you have to be extremely vigilant on this one in order to make money on it. So uh, I like it, but I don't like it. Eh, eh, eh. Salpy Salpie from. Um, from spotify ec and you mentioned a lot of terms cinching up could you please explain the term cinch up uh yeah bollinger bands contracting it's the same thing cinch up uh so if you just google bollinger bands you'll see what the term uh, contracting cinching up kind of does i'm not going to do it any justification by explaining it it will be in a paid newsletter with some uh, links to that stuff ectropotals sa i don't know what they do looks like the algorithm loses you 25 percent versus buying and holding loses you three percent you 30 positions over 24 months your average win is 6.43 so it's not a great one to trade you can kind of see it's in an upward trend here if we look from a weekly standpoint on ec um just kind of getting back to its 200-day, you have a gap up here at 1366, probably something that maybe gets filled, but it does look like it was an earnings gap uh, down. Maybe they're they're kind of uh, addressing it in their earnings. I don't know. Let's see uh, what Finviz has it as the valuation EC. It's oil and gas in Colombia. Um, PE is $5, 25000000000 billion market cap. It is up. year to date, 24% in a year, which is actually really, really good. Dividend is 17.57%. That's huge if they can keep it up. Um, Let's see. Let's look at it because Seeking Alpha actually puts in the forward uh, dividend date and how safe it is because sometimes, yeah, it goes X dividend tomorrow on December 18th. Uh, Let's see their dividend warning EC risk of cutting their dividend. (laughs) Um yeah, dividend safety F. That's what that's what you have to worry about. Forward dividend of 26%, annual dividend payout is $3.30, stock is playing um currently trading at 12. There is no way a business can continue uh, unless they are growing incredibly. And the problem is that even if they're growing incredibly, uh, the last dividend announcement was 83 cents on 1219. Uh, they don't have anything um, going forward, but the dividend safety is neF. I mean, that's what Seeking Alpha kind of tells you is, "Hey, it, Seeking Alpha analysts said, uh, learn why uh, if you want to know why." uh etro has displayed warning signs that have historically led to dividend cuts the company has a dividend safety score of f over the past 11 years 64 percent of stocks with an f rating did cut their dividend does this mean that you should sell the stock no not necessarily it just means that you should be careful about relying on the dividend for your income so if you're buying this for the dividend um and remember what i say uh dividends are made for income so if you are walter sitting in your uh, rocking chair in the um the old folks home uh in, in a managed services care facility i should be a little bit more politically correct if you're sitting there and you need income um, because you have to buy your uh, sticks you know whatever you know, your pretzel sticks uh if you are that kind of person and you need income that's the person who should be investing in this if you don't need income there's no real reason to invest in this. MPLX is a perfect example. This is in the uh, core portfolio. This has an 8% dividend. This was a 30% dividend when I first bought it during the pandemic, but it's now 8% yielding. Uh, over the past year, it's up 12%. Uh, year-to-date, it's up 076 This has held up incredibly well. I'd rather have a company that is willing to pay the dividend than somebody who is at danger of cutting that dividend. And somebody with a 17% dividend is at danger. And I took that chance with MPLX. Understand, I took that chance with MPLX. But their dividend uh, right now is um, not at, at a chance of, of being um, cut. So I like MPLX, if, if you're looking at an energy company, uh, for a dividend. That's my thing. Uh, Steve from Facebook. Hi, can you look at Yeti and give me your opinion? Let's look at Yeti. Yeti, for those of you that may not be campers or boaters, these are the folks that make those cool coolers um, that keep things incredibly cold or incredibly warm, whatever you want. Um, I think that's what they mainly do. But Yeti, right now the algorithm has you out with a 9% gain. This was a crazy one because you could have gotten out with a crazy good gain of 25%. And it's just, you know, look, you know, button hook, look, Bollinger Bands, look, losing confirmation, Bollinger Bands cinching up or contracting. Look, you know, the 200-day, you had the Golden Cross. Was it going to go up or down? Well, you know, look at that. The RSI was up here at, at, at uh, 86. Look. I mean, every tool that you have in your toolbox said this is going to go down. Now, the algorithm loses you 64%. It loses you double versus buying and holding. So this stock is one that has just hit the 200-day, and it's rejected off that 200-day. Um, looks like it has doesn't have a long history uh, here in the market. So let's say Let's pull it back to where. Yeah. Looks like it IPO'd back here in December 18. Um, so... Uh, if we go to the highs, let's see where everybody's holding it. Was the, hype, was the hype worthwhile? Back here in August 2021, look, nobody's holding at a higher level. Everybody's holding at a lower level. So if you go back here to the, um, let's just go back to before COVID. Where's everybody holding? Right in this area. So your target is really between 37 and 47. Would I buy it now? Probably not. Um, you know, it just doesn't make sense that if other people aren't buying it at that high rate, why would I average target price is 47? You're trading at 46. Um, let's see. The market cap is 4 billion. They are making money. Their PE is 63. Their forward PE is 17. So they have to continue to grow, uh, to, to justify that PE. Most recently downgrade, downgrade, they, they downgraded it to 50, um, 50, 52 week range. You got all the way up to 54. So uh, let's look at insiders. The only thing, August thirtieth sale, CFO sold, but he only sold one hundred eighteen thousand dollars worth. Nothing huge. Doesn't excite me. Uh, Let's look at Seeking Alpha real quick. Um, I don't use Yeti. Don't have a Yeti cooler. I think I have a couple of Yeti cups. Nothing that I, you know, am like, oh my god, I've got to buy it. Valuation is D minus. That's what it is. The valuation is what's killing this one. Uh, It's all valuation based. So, you know, right now it's ranked five of 27 in, the, um, in their, uh, in their uh, industry. So Seeking Alpha is messing up a little bit. It's, it's kind of hung up. Uh, but yeah, Matilda from Instagram. Can you look at CrowdStrike and Meli? Crowd is one that I had in my portfolio. I sold out of. Um, I may have made a mistake. Not quite 100% sure if I made a mistake. Um, but here... Uh, crowd, I sold out nice 32% gain. It's back up to two fifty-eight. I think it's a $300 stock. Uh, you can see the, the MACD is going down. Here's what I see in this chart. Uh, I see, look at the, the, and these three things are in particular. Look at this stock price right here. Uh, look at this stock price right here. And look at this stock price right here because the, the, the best predictor of future is the past. So these two in particular, you can see a big run up in the RSI and the MACD and then a huge downturn. Well, it kind of just pulled back a little bit. We saw what? A 6% pullback. Uh, here, you saw the same thing. Big MACD, big RSI. You saw a nice 6% pullback. Uh, big, big, uh, big uh, MACD move, big RSI. Here you see a five percent pullback. Start to add to it. Again, I I think anything around two forty to two fifty, I'm gonna start adding. I sold at two forty seven. I sold with a gain from last year, so I started buying at about one eighty. Um, way back here. And I think I started adding to it about 154 I held on to this for long term. I like CrowdStrike. CrowdStrike from a, a go forward plan, just start adding to it. Cybersecurity is one they're going to need to spend it. It is expensive. I'm not even going to go through the valuation because it will freak you out. Just start adding to it between 240 and 250 That's my guess on that one. Melly, I've gone over this one before. I like Amazon better uh, this is the Amazon of um, South America and, and, and Latin America, I should say. Um, it's one that, hey, you can't argue. The, the algorithm makes you 35%. Buying and holding makes you 35%. It's one that you probably just want to hold according to a lot of analysts. If we just look at a weekly, I kind of drew this 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 chart, this, this channel before. You can see we're still down at the bottom of that channel. I think we continue to move up in that channel, so I think you're fine on this one. Uh, if we go over here to Finviz and we look at Melly, uh, Mercado Libre, it's PE is 80. You know, a- a- again the PE is huge. If we look at Amazon, uh, the PE is 77. I think you're getting Amazon at a cheaper price than Melly and you're getting Amazon web services. Uh, Melly is just one that's going to continue to grow. I think it's fine. If uh, performance over one year, you're up 82%. Average target price is 1823. You're trading at 1500. I think you're fine on that one. I, I either, you know, crowd or, and Melly, I think you're fine in those two. You just have to understand you're buying fairly expensive stocks. That's essentially it. Uh, Scott from uh, Spotify asked me to look at Trading Desk, and I love Trading Desk. And the, one of the reasons I love Trading Desk um, is because they, they basically place the ads on streaming services. Now, the problem that you have is everybody's in this business now. So they're, they're going to be a super expensive stock because they were expected to grow. They've been pulling back. You're going to see on a long-term basis... This is a pullback stock. Now, my algorithm loses you 47% on this. You lose 13% by buying and holding. It is a stock that just kind of stays here, so you do want to trade it. The 200-day provides support at about $55. The valuation is very high. You have to be cautious. This was what I put in prior to somebody, probably somebody asking me around here. Now, if you had bought back here, you know, when you had the 50 day kind of touching the 200 day in a nice 50% gain, you know, conservatively, you could have made 50%. You're down below that, that nine days. So you don't have confirmation that 200 days down at 63, you're trading at 68. If we go over here to Finvis and we look the trading desk, average target price is 78, 52 week range is between um, 41 and 91. You're 25% below that $91 price, but you're trading at $68, um, your performance year to date, you're down five percent. Performance over one year, you're uh, down. You're up sixty percent. The PE is two hundred and twenty-four. Understand, it is the forward PE is fifty, so it's still expensive. That's the problem that you have with this. The most recent uh, HSBC uh, said buy. They didn't give a price target. November New Street said sell to neutral. That, that's an upgrade. No price target. Loop Capital in October said buy at $95. It's at 68 I think it's a good one. I Again, I'd say buy Amazon. Amazon, in my mind, is just a better buy. So let's look at scans now. UCO. Uh, we talked about the uh, Red Sea. Oil should be going up. It is not. It's going down. UCO is down 7% today. No confirmation. Be careful. Uh, it's got you down below its nine day. I wouldn't buy it here. Uh, SEO, am I buying SEO? No, because we've had quite a run in SEO. Uh, SEO, at the buy-in it was at 2035. I just wouldn't I wouldn't trade. You know, you're uncertain. People are not buying oil because they've been burned on oil before. Uh, with all of this political drama going on, they've just been burned. Uh, BITO got a cross up and GBTC got a cross up. We went over those already. Tractor Supply Company. Um, this is a uh, one that was growing during the pandemic. It's kind of pulled back a little from your long term. Um, you know, it, it's not one that I would say, hey, you've got to get into. But if you if you shop at Tractor Supply, maybe you want to think about it. So Tractor Supply, one that was interesting that came up, and the final one is paychecks. Uh, and this is one that has a gap down on earnings. Just recently in December, uh, they gap down big. They went from 127 down to 122, which is a big move on this stock. You're down at 118. Uh, you're trading at 117. It's down 0.31. You're kind of just below this 200 day. Um, the, the 50 day is kind of moving negative a little bit. The MACD, look at that move in the MACD. And, and, and look at how the RSI sellers were just selling this for since December 20th. So nobody's really shown up to buy. It hasn't seen a strong move up. I would wait for confirmation above 118 to actually buy this one. Um, it is expensive. It is super expensive. Um, and my note says <clears throat> MACD is in good shape with the RSI still low it's expensive. I mean, you know, the P is 26. Um, do you have justification to buy this double top? The double top was at 127. That's probably a, uh, 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 resistance level. So your target price is 120. If you're buying at 117, your target price is 120. You have to expect this one to move. Now on December 22nd, they came at TD Cowan uh, downgraded with a price target of 123. December 14th, um, Barclays downgraded it, or they, I'm sorry, they upgraded it with a price of 126. So if you're buying at 117, you have to understand that that 120, 127, 128, 127—that's 127, your top. That's your that's your upside. Don't not sure there's a huge upside on this one, but if we go down here and we look, people are selling at 119. this flashing. Uh, David flashing. He exercised options. He sold one million bucks. Uh, look in October. People are selling at 115. Look in August, the senior VP selling at 125. And it's not small, these are million dollar sales. The biggest one came in July where uh, somebody sold 132,000 at 120. I think your upside is at that 120. So understand yes, this looks like a great opportunity from a chart perspective because that MACD has moved down so much, but the stock hasn't completely crashed down here below the 200 day. It's just kind of hovering around there does have an upside to it, but understand that when you start to fill this gap, that is the time when you want to take profits. And that's my take on paychecks. So if you have any questions, hit me up. Uh, here's the link tree. Uh, you have, your, if you want to sign up for your trend spider, sign up for trend spider seeking alpha. There's a $50 coupon on that one. I like that one. Uh, we've gone over this one before. Where did I get it? Oh, I was looking up Yeti on, um, on seeking alpha, go to start page. Uh, all up system brace. Oh, hmm Seeking Alpha, the premium. I get this every now. I think it's because I use um uh, uh Safari instead of Chrome. I think it winds up working on Chrome. But you can get fifty dollars off if you click this link. Weeble, like I said, I put a thousand bucks in there. Throwing you know throwing a thousand bucks into Weeble. It's so much fun to trade on that app. It's taking place of my sports betting. Um, daily stock pick newsletter, Substack. Uh, like I said, the the paid newsletter this weekend, I will continue this kind of stuff. Um, I like this this completely. SMCI, yeah. Scott's telling me about SMCI. This has been my pick. I've been pounding the table on SMCI. For anybody that didn't buy SMCI at 250 when I was pounding the table or 260 when the algorithm told you, or 265. It's now at 315. It it's filling this gap up to 350. Simple, you know. You're seeing 300 has been the resistance point. You're finally getting it a little bit higher. The Bollinger Bands are cinching up. Uh, They're contracting. You're seeing confirmation above that nine-day. You're seeing the the MACD cross up right here, right at the oscillator. It's a little bit oversold. I wouldn't worry about it. The the valuation on that one's just good. So, okay, I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Take care.
0: i